Alright, episode 165, Ryan Shotgun with Norman Jim. I'm going to start off with a rolling rock in uh, honor of Luke going back to Penn State tomorrow. There you go. Latrobe. Latrobe, well, rolling rock at the old Skeller. Case studies with the pony bottles of rolling rock. That's not bad. How how did I fail on that? Uh, I'm going to start off with a Guinness Nitro coffee because I didn't get a lot of sleep. Freaking nasty storm in my. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, did, I heard it, but it didn't keep me awake for a while. It kept me awake. That was a nasty storm. I mean, there was walking with dog this morning, and uh, there's like freaking wind. shutters down. Oh, really? Yeah, branch. We had the biggest freaking branch in my backyard. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it was. It, I, I heard it. It sounded like somebody was spraying the, the hose against my my front window. Like what? The, the wind was just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and Luke was just getting home when it was hitting. I'm like, how'd you drive home in this? And he was like, I don't know, it wasn't that bad. I'm like, okay. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So yeah. he's uh, yeah, he's out again with friends right now. The kid has done zero. He goes back to school tomorrow. Okay. Penn State. He has done zero. <laughs> he hasn't packed shit. Oh. Sue's like losing her freaking mind. There's like stuff. Like Sue's packing everything. He had, listen to this. He's moving in Monday. There was no electricity turned on. The other two roommates hadn't paid their part of the rent, so Sue had to pay all the rent, get oh, the electricity the turned people. on, oh everything. Yeah. For, well, so are these all, kids going to pay her back or what? They already did, yeah. Oh, they already did. Okay, good. Wow. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm like, Luke, you, did you think to take care of any of this? No. I don't know. Did he set up his uh, school schedule? Oh, that's all done. That's all done. Of course, yeah. Yes, that is well, good. <laughs> Those are his priorities, right? Everything well, else is I mean, magically good, happens. But yeah, but yeah, my God. So yeah, we're leaving tomorrow morning, I guess. Who the fuck okay. knows? And and then you know, last night we took him out to dinner for uh, one nice meal. Mm-hmm. Before he goes back, we went to I don't know if you've ever been to Firebirds. It's kind of like a Firebirds down on three hundred nine, three hundred nine sixty three. Yeah, there's one of those in. Oh, college as well. Oh, yeah, okay. so it's kind of yeah. a chain, nice yeah. state. I've never been in there, but I've driven past it. Heard, oh, heard great it's food, good man. Answers. Great food, yeah. Okay. So we went there, and um, it was good. Nice. <laughs> that was the other thing. He was, here you are thinking he's getting ready for school, right? No. He's he's in this online game tournament until 5 o'clock, so can't go out to eat until after 5. Like, mm-hmm. So I said to Sue, because I went online to get reservations at Firebirds, I said, there's like all kinds of times open. 5, 5.15, 5.30, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we'll be fine. Get there. Do you have a reservation? Like, nope. We got there at like 5.30. Wow. And, uh, but they were Is like, that I will see you. Is that yeah. that you have to have a reservation? Mm-hmm. Wow. But nice. I got some, okay. uh, got some baby back ribs. I haven't had baby oh, back ribs in a while. But, right. but I will say, the baby back ribs were so goddamn oversauced and too oh. salty. Oh, really? I just want the meat, dude. Yeah. I want the meat. Yeah. I want the I'm flavor of the way you cook it, the meat, yeah. you know. I mean, the barbecue, barbecue. Yeah, barbecue sauce is important, but yeah, yeah you don't want to overdo that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. But it was good. Really good. Okay. And I had on, you know, uh, my shorts and my keys fell out into the car. Mm-hmm. But Sue also has a key, so the key fob, whatever, just mm-hmm. opens the door. But the cool thing is I have those Apple AirTags connected to my keys. Find your keys. Yeah, and so and it tells you when you leave something behind also. Oh, okay. And then it just said, uh, your Ford keys have been left behind. And I was like, oh, shit. She's like, why did you bring your keys? I had my keys. 
like it was just a case, right? Yeah, yeah. So we had to drive back to the restaurant. They were in the seat. Oh, okay. Good dummy, me, like freaking packed there, you know, whatever. Okay. But yeah, golf was fun yesterday. Man. Good, good. Who went out? You, Ben, and who else? Uh, how'd you know it was Ben? Who? How'd you know it was Ben? Did he say it was Ben? I don't think so. But yeah, oh, I did. maybe I just assumed it was. No, it was. Oh, okay. I figured it was Ben. <laughs> it was Ben. Um, one of his old neighbors, this guy Fran, they both belong to Cedarbrook, and then one of Fran's buddies, who turns out the guy used to live diagonally from my house. Oh, really? And he just moved a couple of years ago. Diagonally from which, which house? Where I live now. Oh, he used to live there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, he it just might moved. have been another neighbor. And he literally home. moved around a corner. Just uh, like you. Yeah, but he moved into a really nice area there, uh, these beautiful homes that are right across from Sue's parents. Okay. You know, that... Huge yeah, yeah. development yeah, from yeah. there, yeah. So, um, yeah, he moved basically my way. I moved my way. Okay, you <laughs> went one way, he went the other. Right, it's oh, funny. Cool. Um, yeah, really good dude, really into sports. His son, really cool, goes to Arizona State. This guy, Chris, oh, really? right? Yeah, his son goes to Arizona State. He's a couple of years older than Luke, but he's a uh, communications major. Okay. How do so, you end up getting hooked up with Arizona State? A lot of these kids are now. There's really? like three They're kids on my street. all over the country. Yeah, like... So my old neighbor, uh, his son Sal, he he Sal McGuire, he's a year older than Luke, but Luke and him were best friends like growing mm-hmm. up because he lived right across the street. He went to Arizona State. The kid around the corner, um, wow. yeah, Zach Fusco. Who remember we were talking to his dad at, when we had that Eagles tailgate at my house, mm-hmm. and his dad and his son had just torn up his knee, and I said, "Oh, I had to Jimmy," and I was talking, yeah, yeah. yeah. and so same thing. It's, it's that kid never went back to playing football. No. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's interesting. You get this, like, uh, kind of vein of people who do, you know, like Jack and uh, Wagens. They went to either South Carolina or Clemson. Right. You know, which I thought was pretty different. Alabama fun. now is pulling all the kids. Alabama, Biggs' kid. Biggs' kids went to Alabama. Mike, Mike Sands' kid goes to Alabama. Uh, and now here with Arizona State, which is, you know, wow, it's, it's far. But The yeah. other influx I'm seeing in my neighborhood is Pitt. Ugh. I know. Pitt's starting to well, grab Pitt's a lot of kids. Well, not that far. Yeah. You know, that's still the state, but... Uh, well, that's where Ben's kid goes, same age as Luke. He goes to Pitt. He goes to Pitt? Yeah, yeah, okay. they're starting to grab a lot of kids. Okay. So anyway, we played um, this guy, Chris. So his son got an internship with the station in Bucks County that mm-hmm. Merle Reese owns. So, oh, really? Yeah, so he gave him... I didn't him, know he had one. I didn't you know, either, right? Yeah. And he said it was really awesome. He said, like, Merle was so great to him. Oh, and, really? Yeah, he had one-hour shift shows. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just sports and talk. He's, and he's teaching kids? Teaching that stuff? Yeah. Right. That's cool. He, that's I mean, kind of hey, cool, if you right? Wanna learn, he's, he's a good one to learn from. How about it, right? You know, but yeah. I did not know he owned a station and was like that involved. Yeah, in neither did I. That, but that's cool that he does that, you know? That's mm-hmm. really cool that he does that. He was saying that, uh, you know, I knew this. Uh, Merle's really into golf. He lives at Bluebell, Bluebell Country Club. Oh, he's a Bluebell guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never golfed there, but I mean, you know, Biggs used to be a member years ago. I thought Eddie was a member there. No, that was Biggs who was a member and always brought Eddie. Okay. Yeah, but they loved it, and then I, Biggs probably got kicked out. But <laughs> it just got me. I think it's very expensive. It was the last time that my sister lives there, and I don't talk to her anymore. But, but she lives there in Bluebell. He, she lives off of the course. Yeah, she lives in those. Oh wow! Get out of here, Norma. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, that's great. That's what that's what you get when you steal all the money from the <laughs> <family>. <laughs> Oh Jesus. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I you know when uh, does Mike, Eric get to go up there? Does he get golf up there in a little bit? Does he? Get he well, a little no, bit because he lives uh, he lives near the bar over here. He has an apartment because you know they got separated. Oh he, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's always at Phil. He's always at Phil. He still's always at Phil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so he lives right around the corner from. Oh, okay. Well, that's why he's there. Okay. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. he's like a legend there, Phil. Oh, he is. Uh, you know, I don't go there often, but every time I go, I see Eric. So it's like, mm-hmm. Eric, what's up, man? And everybody knows he walks in, whatever he gets, here you go, Eric. And he's just like, man, you're like Norm, man. Norm from Cheers. Man. Yeah, right. That's good stuff, man. So that's cool. That's a good bar. Great food. Great food. There. I yeah. love Phil's Tavern, yeah. man. That used to be my dad's favorite place, ironically, oh, really? back in the day, yeah. Mm. And... Um, he, I guess it was a meeting spot because all his ex-players and stuff from Roxbury would come there and they'd oh, meet really? at Phil's Towers. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, I wanted to get some of those guys back on. on I would love to. All of your you dad's know? buddies? Yeah. I get, told you what I think you should do is have that luncheon like your dad used to. And I, know. I guarantee they'd all come if you said, hey, let's do yeah. it. Man. Let's run it back. You know, you get Dave Brown, great guy. Um, Didn't he do a center to him? They were brothers, right? Yeah. Dave and Paul? Charlie. Paul Charlie. is, believe it or not, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, no, I, I think we talked about yeah. this before. And then Paul, Paul Fisher. Paul Fisher, okay. Yeah, and then uh, there's so many of the guys. They were all, they were all good guys, man. Yeah, all played for my dad. Yep. Well, their yep. one brother, David, Charlie Brown, their one brother is a professional golfer here, Philadelphia oh, really? locally. Yeah, he's Dave, uh, let me see. Dave, Eddie, God, I can't think of his name. No, not Eddie Brown, no. Uh, it's Charlie. I can't remember. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, he's a really good golfer. Oh, is he a golf pro somewhere? Like the pro at a club? Yes, at a club, yeah. But for a while, he was, like, doing all the oh, stuff. Oh, touring, huh? Yeah. Really good. Yeah, he was a, he's a really, really good golfer. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, you should call it. I, I, I think you'd get a good showing for that. Yeah, I think. I really and not do. only that, they'd be cool to have on the show. Just tell oh, old stories God, and those stuff. Dudes, they're very sports knowledge. Yeah, and yeah. then the stories with your dad, with him doing all his hilarious stuff. So I played pretty good yesterday. Good. For me, you know, wow, that is a yeah, tough, so. tough course. Now, what did you play again? Cedar Brook. That's where okay. uh, Ben and uh, ben is a, that's what ben I kind of did. He say that, or maybe I just guessed that's what you played. Yeah, because I, I was I was telling Mike, yeah, I, I was telling John Pascal, like, he's probably with Ben. He's at his club, and they and then they're probably going to have a clubhouse, have some beers, and well, that's exactly what we did. Yeah, and, that's what I figured. Yeah, and uh, it's cool there, man. I I really do appreciate the fact that he invites me to play there. That's and, good. You know, it's uh. Well, you're good, you know, and he, he wants somebody to I'm play not with. Good. I mean, I'm. It's like I I've gotten better, you know. I mean, I oh, I was hitting the ball nice yesterday, which is all I really cared about. And but mm-hmm. it was a cool force to play with, and to me, I always said this: like golf is a mental thing with me, and I got I feel the vibe of the group I'm playing with, and they're good. And I and it was always like always want to play with Scott Wagen. I always played good because mm-hmm. Scotty is like very well mellow. He can get a little. But it's like he's so laid back, and he's very much like Ben. Ben is like laid back. Hey, man, let's just go have fun, hit some balls, whatever, you know. Doesn't get upset, hit bet, you know. He's yeah. like, yeah. so that that always like gets him. So the foursome, like I I knew this guy. I think this is the third time I played with his uh, old neighbor Fran, who's a really really fun nice guy, mm-hmm. right? And then meeting this guy Chris right away, it's like personality plus. It was like meeting that dude down the shore that time. <laughs> Just sports knowledge, like, yeah. coming out of yeah. him, you know, yeah. and just funny as shit. Like, this guy was really funny. Yeah. So that puts me in a good mindset to play decent golf, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how. Golf is such a mental game, but. Anyway. Oh, it is. I mean, you're playing really against yourself. 
So that was fun. But it, uh, And then you and John Patrick hanging out PJs yesterday. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. What were you watching? You had to be watching something. Like there was a, it was a preseason. It was the Bears were playing somebody. Didn't it, the Bills were on too, right? There was a couple of games back-to-back. The Jets came out on after that. It was like the Bears were playing somebody and they beat them. And Apparently, uh, what's his name? Looked decent, though. Who's that? Uh, I had a guy, Fields. They say they say he played a couple series yeah. and looked decent. Yeah, I mean, they, they look pretty good. Uh, we were talking more about the DJ Moore, who is now on the Bears, who played for Maryland. He's an Emotep guy, and he's not he's somewhere from around here or something. Where did he like go that. to college? Went to Maryland. Okay. And he's very good. As in I remember a few man. years Where ago. Where do they get these kids? They just all they go just to that recruit. Charter school? They recruit, man. So yeah. they get the best of the best. I'm not exactly sure where he's from, but he's now on the Bears. And he was – I remember him in college. He was the only thing – the only threat against Penn State when he was on Maryland. Hmm. Penn State spanked him, in, but the, he was good. Right. He was the threat. Hey, it's tough when you lose a guy down there, you know, yeah. from Philly that goes to – Maryland. Yeah, well, yeah, that's all. Th- I, I th- what position does he play? He's a wide receiver. Well, see, that's tough because yeah. Penn State gets like these top-notch receivers, yeah. and yeah. it's tough. You get you grade them out of high school, and they got the speed, they can catch, and then it's always against the talent they're playing against. That's yeah. when it's like <clears throat> you get a five-star guy that flames out in college, yeah, and a three-star guy that next thing you know he's like next-level receiver, right? right? It's but speed is the difference maker. Oh yeah, and then you go. I mean, I think he was fortunate. He went to uh, Maryland at a time where they were running a nice offense. And you, if you go to one school, like say you go to Ohio State, and there's five five star guys in yeah. front of you, you don't get your chance. Or you go to some shitty school where it's you and you know ten slugs, and they're going to double team you, and you don't get to show out. Right. So you go to a school that can compete, and they got to kind of keep you honest with both receivers because there's another guy running you know a nice offense. And if you didn't cover this guy, that guy's going to tear you up. So he was able to show his talents, and he, he was very good. So we we're kind of watching that, and so yeah. Yeah, I. Uh... And then we, were, of course, were more watching the waitresses and the bartenders, which he's you know had strong, very strong. The second song, we're second inside, outside. We we're inside. It was too hot outside. Yeah, yeah. It was, right. it was hot. very hot yesterday. Shit, I was just sweating like a pig. I wasn't pig, but sweating. Um, yeah, so. Good week, uh, and then the birds last night. Birds last night. I didn't get a chance to watch them, so I'm not that much in a preseason. You know, you, you watch I it. Am. I here's the reason why I like watching preseason. I like watching the young guys who may. Yeah. Like- so <clears throat> here's my thing. A lot of these guys are better than the best players in the USFL, right? Or Arena Football League. These guys are better than all of them, or yeah. XFL, whatever the first, right? So this is the top talent, and I want to see those difference maker guys. The Eagles roster, you know, what is it, 53-man roster, whatever, mm-hmm. um, 50 of the positions have already been settled. I guarantee you they're fighting for one, two spots, maybe linebacker, right, a yeah. couple other positions that they're fighting for. So that's where the guy's got to be able to play their position and special teams. Right. Right. Hey, you're going to be our fifth running back, but you got to be able to return punch, kicks, and, you know, you may have to go down and tackle some people on a kickoff. Right. And so now last year, undrafted free agent was Reed Blankenship. Nobody had him penciled in making this team. He's a freaking starter now. Yep. And he's a damn good safety, yep. right? <clears throat> the guy flies all over the field and hits. Right. So, so you got to go out there and prove yourself. Yeah, so that, that part is exciting. But it's tough to tell because he's going to get in against their second and third stringers. What is he going to do against the ones? So, and now in the NFL with them suiting three quarterbacks, that's also big, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see – like I'm not a big Mariota fan. 
Like he's yeah, he's, he's all a, legs. He's right? all legs. He's a he's a certain offensive type of guy. There was a pass last night, you know, one of the early series, and he double pumped a, just a hook pattern to a, a tight end, mm-hmm. and he double pumped it like he was coming forward, stopped, came forward, and then then throw it like he stopped him, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm just not a big Mariota fan. I got to be honest. I mean, it's okay. He's a good backup to Jalen because, believe it or not, he RPS. could actually learn from Jalen. It's okay. crazy. A ten-year vet could actually learn from Jalen Hurts. And when I say that, I mean by decision making because Jalen makes different decisions, and he's been really well coached up. Mariota has not been coached up in the pros. How many teams has he been on too? Four. And, that's, and and the, mm. the main what was the first team you went to Tennessee the the Tennessee Raiders Atlanta and now the Eagles. So how many different offensive coordinators did he have when he was at Tennessee? Yeah, he, they because were, when he was with the Raiders, he was a, he was a one trick pony. He was in there to run. Yeah, they didn't want him to throw. No. Every time he came in, you knew oh he's running RPO he RPO and he's keeping it RPO. And then with Atlanta, how long was he at Atlanta? A year? Uh, half a year basically. He got hurt and they shut him down. And uh, so, they put the, the freshman in there, that Rittler or Rattler or whatever the fuck his name is. Right. So that, that's, a, that's a key. Like, you know, it's hard for him to learn. He's got all these different offenses. He's every year changing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where I say he can learn from Hertz, mm-hmm. even though Hertz is learning from a new offense coordinator this year. But um, I can't, he's just another level driven. Yes. And I'm so glad that we got him. I know that year we, we drafted him. We're like, why a quarterback? But. That kid is something else. Yeah, I mean he's he's good. He's not. I I mean he. Would you say he's great? No. Yeah. But the thing is, I want him because he's one a team leader. Two, he works so hard and he wants to become so much better. And he'll do whatever it takes, no matter what the offense is. He he wants to learn that and master that. Right. I think what they need to show him and drill into his head is okay. Run only when you have to. Cut back on it. Like you know, they got to take out. They were had, having design runs for him. Got to take those out. Right. You know, you, I you agree can't get this guy I, get murdered. No, you no. Know, you can't have him run 10 times a game. You know, I would have no design runs for him. If you got to run where, okay, shit, nothing's open and there's 20 yards, take the 20 or take 19 right. and get the hell out of bounds. Right. And cut back on your hits. Um, I mean, yeah, you can take it now, but they build up and they, it'll shorten his career. You so know, that kid yeah. is smart. That's what I just wanted to see last night. So the – I don't know what this guy's name, McKee or something like that. The quarterback that came in, the third string quarterback, rookie out of Stanford, looked mm. poised and looked good. Yeah, usually he those, doesn't have good legs, so he's different. He's a yeah. pocket passer. Yeah, usually the Stanford guys, <laughs> obviously, I mean, they're going to be smart to begin with, but mm. they usually run a nice kind of an offensive, uh, a pro offense out there. Right. You know, so they'll come in and be poised. So, he was, yeah. so he, I mean, they had a fourth quarterback, and this guy was so bad. But I would say – you know, you got to keep Mariota, Mariota too. Yeah. Because he's so much like Jalen with the mm-hmm. RPO and the stuff he do. Right. So you're keeping the same offense, which is good for your line, your yeah. running backs. Your I bet you the, the line probably would like him in there running the ball. Right. You know, and then you know, and then you do the RPOs, and then he's only going to sh- throw short passes, so that's going to be off of a fake. You know, right. so you're going to sneak people up. So he should be able to, you know, hopefully you only have him in there maybe to finish a game if he gets hurt, not a long period of time. So Greg Greg Ward had a few catches last night. We were just talking about Greg Ward too. We're, we're asking, you know, we're talking about he. You know, so who's the third receiver? Who is our third receiver? We have Smith. We have AJ Brown. We have who's the third? Is it Ward or is it Quez Watkins? Still? It's Quez Watkins. But still? I mean, I always oh. liked uh, 
Ward because, you know, here is a kid who was a quarterback in college, and then he just plays with so much heart. Yeah. You know, I'm glad they have him. And, hey, you know what? He could be our emergency fourth guy just in case. That's another great reason. And he's yeah. a good returner. And, you know, so that's why you keep a guy like that because he can do multiple things. But he, apparently things. he was hurt last year. I don't know. I thought he was on practice squad. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought someone else snatched him. Yeah, that's I did what too. I thought. Right. And that's why I was so surprised. Ward Jr., what? He's still on the team? I'm glad. I always liked him. I like him too. Like him too. You know? Yeah. But he, um, so he had some nice catches last night. He doesn't have that separation speed you need. No. And that's the difference. Quez Watkins can stretch the field. Yeah, he just got to fucking catch the ball. He got to But I mean, you put, you know, you put Ward in there and you hope they forget about him. You got Smith, you got AJ, you got fucking Goddard, and you're hoping, okay, maybe he'll get lost in the shuffle and he's wide open for one. I mean, a few years ago, he was our guy. Greg oh, Ward. I know. He was our guy. That just shows you how bad our receivers were. Right. You know, but he's smart. He's smart. He's going to, he's an ex quarterback, so he probably knows every position. So you, yeah. you get him in there when you can, and hopefully he can make a play or two, you know. So what I was looking at is line play yesterday as well. Did um, the starters start the offensive line? No. No? No, there was a few people in there. Was the uh, backup center who's now a guard in there? What's his name from the Braves? I didn't game? see him. Um, I, I heard, you know, what I've heard is this guy's tearing it up. Yeah, I hear that too. So um, they had uh, <clears throat> they had some really good backups. The rookie from Alabama, Bennett, I think his name is. I don't offensive know. Offensive lineman. Yeah, okay. he looked good. Um, you know who didn't look good? I can't believe he's still in the NFL. Dennis Kelly. We got him. He got Dennis Kelly. He got raped on a fucking play last yeah? night. Where's Gave he it from? up. Dennis for, Kelly. So he was with the Eagles. Then we traded him to the Titans when we got that stupid receiver who ended up blowing. Um, and he became an all-pro out there in Tennessee. Who was the receiver that was all hype, tall receiver? Um, he was like... We drafted him? No, the Titans did. And uh-huh. we traded Dennis Kelly for this receiver. Hmm. Um uh, let me see. I'm going to look him up because you're going to remember the name. This is yeah. how this is how bad of receiver. Yeah, we had bad receivers for a long time, and yeah. somehow kept winning. I know, right? Um, let's see for Dennis Kelly. If I spelled Eagles right, that would be good. Yeah, Eagles. 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 <laughs> Uh, Dorian Green Beckham. Do you remember this guy? God, no. Beckham, jeez. Sounds like a soccer player. He bet he would have been better off being a soccer player. <laughs> yeah, Dorian. Oh, I forget Dorian. God, no. I don't even remember that. Remember this guy? He was like this big fucking dude that was supposed to be... Everybody thinks <clears throat> the next Megatron, huh? Dorian. Dorian Green Beckham. He was like... He was supposed to Green be... Green Beckham. I th- no, that, I'm thinking of a... Run- wasn't there a running back with a hyphenated name we had back in the day? But, I, you know, and, and at the time, Dennis Kelly was really good offensive line, but we had room, right? Yeah. Um, so, but <coughs> he didn't look good last night. There was a couple other offensive linemen that looked really good. Good footwork, mm. good blocking. Um, you know, Swift got one play, busted it, nice. right? Um, we keep him healthy. So he plays, which was good, right? Yeah, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to do well. It's interesting that he played, but the other guy did not. Um, a penny? No, Penny played too. How did he look? He looked good. Good. Tough runner, man. So then we got Penny with Kenny G. You know who looked Boston good? Trace. The fifth dude we have. Is that yeah, the dude is a starter. Um, uh, Kenny Gamewell. 
Oh, Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, he yeah. didn't play. Yeah. So there's talk that he might be the running back RB1. Who, Kenny G? Yeah. Over he, Swift and Penny? Yep, and he didn't play. So there's like, they sat all the starters. I like, mean, I like his heart, but he's too, th- he's real thin. You know, you give him too many carries, Chris, he will get busted up. I know, I just found it interesting. He didn't play, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, yeah. Maybe was, he might be nicked up or something. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, I mean, he runs with a lot of heart. So then um, our draft pick, Jalen Carter, got in for a couple of plays. Yeah. And his first pay, play, he does a swim move and just sacks the quarterback. Good. How about the guy we drafted the year before, the other big tackle? Jordan Davis right? didn't do Jordan much last up. night, but, okay. you know, he was out there. Same thing. Like, one series, didn't do shit. Okay. Um, Did, uh... You know what he looks like? He just looks like that guy that, like, uh, doesn't take shit seriously. Well, that's not the type of dude you want. I know. Like, I... There was they were showing Jalen Carter on the sidelines after he got his sack, right? And he's there. Jordan Davis is in the background. He's got like a little blue sheet in his hand, and it's like it almost looked like he was like fucking playing a video game, you know? Well, they give him little iPads yeah. to review your play, right? But it wasn't even that. It was like this little thing in a like a little Chee-chee three by five card. You oh, know? Okay. Um, hmm. And then how about the other, the linebackers? Eric, what you So name one linebacker got hurt last night. The, the, our freaking leader on uh, special teams got hurt. The kid out of Temple. Um, Sean something. Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. He got hurt last night. How badly? Badly. He had to get carded. Oh, boy. And it was weird. So he was playing defense at the time. And it was one of those where the guy doesn't even... Like he's engaging the blocker a little bit, and he just goes down and grabs his knee. So, that, that's, yeah, those you know are the what I mean? Ones. Yep. How about Nakobe Dean? Did he play? He did a little bit. Um, he's still kind of injured, right? No, he didn't play at all. Uh, I don't. I don't he, remember seeing him. Then who's the other guy? They, Eric something or other. Oh, the Smith? number three, right? The uh, I'm linebacker. Not, I'm not sure what the number he was, but he was a guy that we got late in the first round. Yes, the, the edge rusher. Yeah. I mean, they had like Derek Barnett in there last night, right? Um, I mean, did Reddick play at all? I did not see Reddick play. Fine. Him I and Fletcher know. were not suited up. Um, I mean, certain guys, you know the, the, what they can do, so why waste your time? That kid, the undrafted free agent from Alabama, right? I think it was. Ricks, we got. Was he from Alabama? or What positions did he play? D-back. He had, a, he had a pick six last night. Oh, he was undrafted, yes. Yeah. We so, got it, yeah, and everybody, yeah, everybody got excited about that. Yeah. We grabbed him. So he had a pick six last night. Yeah, why did he get drafted? There was something. He was super talented, but there was some I don't know rumor or an injury that everybody was scared off by or something. There yeah, was something he, about. He him. talks a lot of smack, and I, you know, it's well, D backs, D backs, and right. wide receivers. They don't shut the fuck up. So he's running into the end zone after the pick, and you know. You, I think the Ravens had their fourth-string quarterback in. Oh, and he's, he's waving at him or yeah, something. Yeah, he's doing all that shit. Yeah, everybody I'm, thinks you're Dion. Right. And well, I'm like... You're not Dion until you're fucking... They had this other him. guy. I don't know his name, Jimmy. They had this rookie out there, number 21, last night. This dude was hitting. For the Eagles or for the Ravens? Eagles. Really? Yeah. A safety or a uh, big play? I don't know if he was safety or cornerback. I couldn't even tell you. He was all over the freaking field. Good. I guess he was a safety because he was literally all over the so field. So those are the dudes that, you know, you think... He was stick to it. He kind of reminded me of a small version of Palomalo, the way he was playing last night. 
I like that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, those are the dudes. Like, uh, who was the guy from Georgia back in the day, number 29, that the Eagles had when they were good? Ben Ben Smith? Ben, ben, ben what's his Smith. Name? Yeah. Remember how he yeah. used to hit? Well, he was a corner. Yeah, that's what this guy reminded there. me of. Ooh, he was good. Yeah, that's what this guy really reminded good. me of. Size-wise, he yeah. reminded me. Remember how Ben Smith, he was smaller. But he was but, tough. But hit, that's what this guy reminded oh, me of. That's when their defense was the number one. Exactly. those guys. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't remember the guy's name, right? Okay. Um, See, the, I mean, you know, that's that's what you want, like you say, you know. And, and I, I think uh, Sirianni plays it smart. You know what your starters can do, so why fuck around? You know, you, you're going to see them in action when they, you have these scrimmages against other teams. Why waste it on something like this and get an injury? It's the guys, like you're saying, who are fighting for those last two, three, four positions. And that's what I take out of it, right? Yeah. And it's, also, you're gonna you may sign some of these dudes to the practice squad. Like, hey, you know what? This kid who looks like Ben Smith will be great on the practice squad. If somebody gets hurt, you bring him up. Yeah. You know. So that's the exciting part. Let's see if I I'm gonna pull up the roster and then uh, and see if I can get who this guy is team. Because sometimes they have uh, roster. There it is. So sometimes they have it by number. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, they don't have it by number. Oh, here you go, by number. So wouldn't any wore twenty nine? You said he wore twenty one. Oh. So let's see, because it's really weird. Oh, the dude's name is Sidney Brown. He's out of Illinois. Oh, Sidney Brown got drafted. Yeah. He got drafted. Yeah. By the Eagles? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this year. Yeah, Sidney Brown. Now, I don't remember him next year. I don't <laughs> Jimmy, remember this dude. This dude is... And he was in late in the game? Yeah. What was he, a third or fourth round draft? Oh, he's a safety. Yeah, yeah, but he was... When he, they drafted him, they were talking highly about him. Now, I oh, don't remember because I don't follow Illinois. This guy's but, a yeah. fucking hitter, man. Yeah, yeah, they were talking big about him when he got drafted. Mm-hmm. So, good. Yeah. Good. Hey, and we, we need some safeties. Here's some young blood. They were talking highly yeah. about him. He's like a third or fourth round pick. Ross Tucker was nauseating last night. Well, Ross Tucker sounds like fucking Joe Swanson from Family Guy. <laughs> I know. What's his name? Uh, Jay don't like him at no, all. Not Jay, even a little bit. Jay was going off. Oh, Jay, Jay hates him. Jay's <laughs> hate him. And, and he, he, he's knowledgeable, but he does got oh, that Jimmy, annoying fucking so, voice. And he doesn't well, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. He doesn't shut up. But he is very knowledgeable. Great follow on Twitter. Great guest on WIP. Oh, when he used to be on with... Uh, uh, what's his Angelo? Yeah. He was great. He he really he he he's like Joe Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann very knowledgeable, but he talked too much. All right. He would walk. He he would announce a game like he's announcing it to people who've never watched the game, which can be like, okay, fine, I know the game. Don't fucking go into everything. But he did know his shit. Right. And that's how Ross Tucker. And then Ross Tucker's got that fucking Joe Swanson voice. It's like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. So I, I I forgot to say this. Um, when I pulled up the golf yesterday, um, the parking lot was packed, and so we had an early tea time, eight o'clock tea time, right? So I drive up, and there's only one person on the practice range. I'm like that's weird. I'm like this this parking lot is completely packed. And you expect everybody warming up or something? Yeah. Like so that. I'm like ah shit, because the way it works on weekends there is you show up and it's like they'll get you out first come first serve oh really is it a private or public it's a private club okay. country club yeah so it's like you show up right so he's like yeah we're gonna just meet at eight we're gonna get out right <clears throat> so they sent it to but anyway the, the parking lot's packed i'm like ah oh. and the last time i had played there same kind of thing and there was they had their own little tournament going on, these six foursomes, right? 24 guys. And we were getting out in front of them. 
Mm. And they like to play fast. And so it was like, that's why I was like all over the place. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. Oh, I the last time you went out. Yeah. You were rushing like, yourself. Well, I was being rushed. Were they playing best ball? This, this no, game? they weren't. It's like, I don't know. They, oh, really? they gamble so much money there. On, on, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, Fran and Ben told me they had a Mexican golf night. So it's an afternoon, like a Mexican tournament, they call it. I have no idea why they call it the Mexican golf tournament, but sure. it's all Mexican themed, right? Uh-huh. They have you pull up, you get into the first tee. They got a mariachi band. <laughs> yeah. Our dudes are like jumping over the fence to try to sneak in golfing. <laughs> Who the fuck are you guys? <laughs> you got Cheech Marin as your, your caddy, <laughs> just like Tim Cup, <laughs> right? So. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's so, funny. But it was like so everybody got so smashed. Were they, they doing they, tequila like hitters? They all Ubered home. That's why all the cars oh, were there. Holy fuck, you're kidding me. No. Well, that's smart they did that. You're right. He said, I was like, holy shit. There was nobody at the club. It was the only one on the, oh. on the practice range was uh, oh, Ben's buddy Fran. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> there was like a couple other guys that's came funny. up and we let a twosome go out and then we went out. Yeah, yeah. There was nobody in front of us, nobody behind us for like oh, most god. of the day. See immigration chasing dudes down on the course. <laughs> it's Mexican theme night. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican night. That's great, man. Oh my god. That great sounds fun. like fun. I know, right? It, it is fun. It's how the other half lives, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck. Okay. Yeah. So so then um we haven't talked about the Phillies, but we'll talk about the Oh, Phillies. God, yeah. You were down at the no-hitter, which is tremendous. But so do you know the last game I was at prior to the no-hitter was Bedlam at the Bank when Bryce Harper hit the home run? This was the, So you haven't gone so much this year? It was the first game I went to all year. Oh, really? I thought you were down a couple of times. No, no. As a matter of fact... So the last time you were down was the playoffs? Yeah. Oh. Bedlam at the Bank when we won yeah, the, yeah, yeah. to go to the World oh, Series. Oh, I thought you'd been down a few times. So that's the last game I was at. The only other game, I we I didn't go to the game, but we were down there for the Sixers game, and we were hanging out, was the other no-hitter when Houston no-hit the Phillies in the World Series. I was at, down at the ballpark that night. Mm-hmm. So, we, um, you know, I'd been just conversing with, uh, I, you know, you've met Tim now, my buddy Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Tim and Ben, like, yeah, let's go to Phillies game. Let's go to Phillies. We've been talking about happy hour. You know, mm-hmm. you get like... Yeah. Four or five drinks in, you're like, the beer Yeah, talk. fuck it, let's do it. So All finally, right. I was just like, I haven't been to the game. Night. I'm right. going to get the fucking tickets. Yeah. So the whole thing was, I'm good. I'm like, I know Tim has um, cornhole on Wednesday nights, which I also do when I don't have bocce. I, but I play bocce on Wednesday nights. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't do Wednesday night. I'm going to get tickets for Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So I go through the whole thing. You know, it's Monday. I buy the tickets for what I think is tomorrow. I get them. They get sent to me, and here it says August 9th. I'm like, fuck, it's Wednesday. I'd already asked Ben and Tim. I'm like, hey, guys, let's do this. You know what I mean? I got the tickets, and then the tickets come to me, and it's Wednesday night. I'm like, shit, I just asked them, and you know what I mean, for Tuesday yeah, night, yeah. and now here it's Wednesday night. I'm like, fuck. So I was like, I texted back. I'm like, hey, sorry, guys, just got, got them sent to me. It's freaking August 9th, Wednesday. Ben chimes back, I'm in, and then... Uh, Tim's like, oh man, I got cornhole. I, you know, it's last game of the season before playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I said, Hall of Fame club. <laughs> Tim sends back, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> nice. So we go down there. You know, uh, Tim was working in the city, so he just met us, sent him the ticket, and then Ben drove down, and um, 
<laughs> it was like I had such a rough day at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ben picked me up. And he's like, hey, I got some Miller Lights in the back. I'm freaking pounding them the whole way down. Nice. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Nice. And nice. Uh, so he drove, which I really appreciated. Yeah, good, good. So we got in there, and um, it was kind of cool, you know. I literally, Jimmy, I was, we were in section 222. I was literally the seat directly behind home plate. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't have had a better seat. Yeah, yeah the seat's so good. And then you're, like, right in front of the announcers here. Because I yeah. saw you take the picture so, of Crook going So Ben off. and I are walking to the seats because... You know, we're meeting Tim at the seats, and uh, we're walking there. We get through, and who comes walking across the hallway from us is Ryan Howard. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, and I stop so and I go, yo, Ryan, what's get up? a picture or anything? I, I didn't. Uh-huh. And that's my one regret I said to Ben, and he's like, you did the right thing. Because well, I just stopped yeah. him, shook his hand. I was like, let him go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked like he was, and it turns out he was going to the booth. He was working in the booth that night. Okay, he's going to help out. Okay. Yeah, he was working with Crook and... Uh, T Mac, but cool. uh, well, I think was it last night? Last night they had some type of was it the Hall of Fame? It was the alumni night. Eighty three and ninety three teams were there. So it was cool because we were watching it. I'm like, and I'm like, hold on, that's that's Cook. There's Gary Maddox yeah. sitting up there. There's Boa. There's Carlton. Yeah, yeah. You know, as I'm calm, like, holy shit. Yeah. Which was really cool. And that's why I guess Ryan Howard was there talking up. But he's got the, I think he's got the chicken sandwich place or something there or something. And so does... Uh, Is that his place? I thought that was Charlie Manuel. Charlie's got a cheesesteak place. Oh, Charlie's got a cheesesteak place. And yeah. Charlie was in there and I guess they, they had a nice showing. Yeah. It was cool to see. I mean, like you said, when we were talking about buying a jersey, when you see the guys you grew up watching, mm-hmm. that's when it's like... I saw Carton. I haven't seen that dude in public in years. You know, Schmitty, you see uh, doing the announcing, but Carl is like, holy shit, that's Steve Carl. Right. This Bob Boone. This Gary Maddox. I haven't right. seen that guy. You know, the the, the, the ocean covers 75% of the world. The other percent is covered by Gary Maddox. This guy Rojas covers a lot of territory. Uh, yeah, he does. He he reminds me of uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., who's a great fielder, great arm, but just couldn't hit. If this yeah. kid, teach him a little something where he's, he's got some speed. Yeah, get him to yeah. be a, a consistent hitter. You know, he yeah, can yeah. be an asset. You know? But it's amazing. Mars gets hurt, and this guy's playing every day now. Yeah, yeah like you were saying, there was a couple of bombs in, in one, or, one or two games. The, the game that they lost where the bombs were coming, the, yeah. the first one, he just caught it like it was nothing. Boom. So it's that like, night, that, so that night, this second game, first game at home, this Michael Lorenzen special. So first of all, um, this Wes Wilson who's a 28-year-old minor leaguer, never made it to the pros. His entire family's there. Okay. And he makes his catch in left field. Boom. Like, I don't know, his first, second inning, right? His first time up hits a home run. First major league at bat. Yes, that's he cool. He hits a home run, right? Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Right? Castellanos comes up, hits his sec- 200th home run, career yeah, home yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So that's cool. That. That's cool. So it's yeah. like the fourth inning. <clears throat> and um, I say to Ben and Tim, like, no hits. And they're like, shh, I'm like, I don't believe it, that, that shit. It's sh- when you're in the dugout, not when you're the fucking fan. The fans are always mm-hmm. going off some reminding shit. You know, you know, if you're his teammate and he walked by, you'd be like, So Tim says, you know, I've never caught a foul ball and I've never seen a no-hitter. I'm like, you're seeing a no-hitter tonight. Yeah, then the fifth inning goes through. I don't yeah. like dude. Yeah, I saw your text is coming through. I don't care. I'm saying it. But yeah, as a fan, fans are always fucking saying it. That's my second fucking, no-hitter I've seen. I mean, what was the first one? Erwin Santana, I was out in Cleveland. The uh, Anaheim Angels were playing the uh, Cleveland Indians at the time. And, be back and the Indians scored in the first inning. No hits. 
the Indians didn't get a hit, but they scored a run. Walk, error, guy scores, right? And so I had no idea Erwin Santana was throwing a no-header. Yeah, because you see the run, you don't right. even think about it. And I'm doing the pitch, you know what I mean? The pitch thing, the radar thing in the back, and some back guy comes by and gets seven innings. That guy for the Angels still has a no-header. I'm like, what? I went back right back to the seats, you know, nice. and then watched him finish. And I'm like, I still have the ticket. Oh, okay. But, That's yeah. cool. Hopefully you still have this Phillies ticket, too. And they made a big deal electronic. that that kid uh, who threw it, his family was there. His oh, yeah, his mom. His wife and yeah. baby were there. It was there. cool. His wife and baby it was, and was because they kept flashing to them. I was like, and his dad had just passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw your text, so I tuned in. I'm like, what's going on here? So I watched the ninth inning. I'm like, oh, shit, God, this is it, boy. <laughs> Fucking incredible, Jimmy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because the fourth inning, for some reason, you, it's very rare. You just see those triple zeros across, right? And it just stands out to you, and you go, wow, this is a no-hitter. It's a no-hitter so far. And I literally said on the text, and I said, through five, it's a no-hitter. Just saying, yeah, I saw that. But and I was it was like, actually oh. only through four when I oh, did that. So, I mean, when it's early like that, it's like, okay, whatever. Then all of a sudden, I see it's, like, it's through seven. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. I better turn this fucker on. So I what was it. cool was, right, so... And I didn't realize you were down there. I just thought you were watching it. And all of a sudden, I saw your picture. I'm like, shit, he's there. <laughs> and I see them around the home plate. I'm like, no, he really is there. Yeah. There he is. And they were going off singing. And, you know, they were singing Harry Callis, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. was cool. Um, so you've been down there lately for some really big games. Right. It's sit, like sitting next to the Sue's nuns. like, what is with you? My mom texts yeah, yeah. me. She's like, is Norm watching? Yeah. She's like, he's there. She's yeah. like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, when you go to the Phillies, it's a big event. When you buy a jersey, you fuck them over and jinx somebody. So, buy a James Harden jersey. jersey. Get rid of those, that motherfucker. Who else don't we like, Jimmy? Oh, I don't know. Let's buy a couple of those asshole jerseys. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like I, years ago, after Carson Wentz signed that contract, I bought yeah. the Carson Wentz yeah, jersey. Yeah. It was really cool. It was the 100th year of the NFL. So mm-hmm. it's got that silver 100-year up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a guy online for pretty cheap, like 20 bucks, put, can put the A.J. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I'm like... <laughs> you know what would be better? It would look better if you just got duct tape and put an X. You know? yeah, right. <laughs> that, that looks more Philly. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's great, though, you know? and No longer a pro. <laughs> no longer. Yeah, he's not even a fucking no. pro. And I remember one of the first... A podcast we have is me, you, and Andrew, and they drafted Hurts, and we're like, what do we, you know, not, yeah. as I always say, I didn't care that they drafted him. It was like, why did we get a quarterback? We just signed this guy for a big contract. I so, wore that jersey one fucking time, and it was... At your party. At the that party against uh, Washington. Yeah, so we'll do that party again, and that's cool. And then I buy the... Uh, Tottenham jersey last year for Harry Kane. <laughs> fucking unlike it. Freaking... I, 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 yeah, so that's who we helped move in last night was Kate and Brandon. Oh, yeah? So we helped oh, move them in. And uh, so Brandon, he, you know, we get done and he's like, yo, uh, Jimmy, uh, I'm sure your, Norm, your buddy Norm's all bummed. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he starts throwing out this, I don't know the guy's name. He just signed with Germany. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Iron Munich. And then I was saying, I was, I was saying to Kate, I was like, Norm may be the only guy who's got better stuff than Brandon and Tottenham. She goes, yeah, I know. He always talks about his jealous. <laughs> I'm like, well, he was there. Yeah. So I bought the, you know, the Harry Kane jersey. It's kind of cool. It's got the Premier League logos on it and, you know, the yeah. Harry Kane. I mean, Harry Kane, 11 years at Tottenham. He's And he's from England. England team captain. He's, yeah. He yeah. is it. Yeah. Right? And it's like, one of their chances, he's one of our own. He's one oh, of really? Our own. Harry Kane. They do have good chance. You know, if, chance. if if you guys go over again or, if, you know, you want to do a trip. I do. I would, I would go to a soccer game. You know, I don't want to be the opposing team. I don't want to be fighting the whole fucking time. 
Um, yeah, no. Be like fucking going to Rosslyn all over again. Have to fight into carnies and out of carnies. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I would love to go to a Tottenham game. You know, I should. I just have to wear my Penn State stuff. You know, Dude, blue and white. So, you know. So Tottenham played their first game today without Harry. Yeah. It was literally. This is the first week of Premier League, right? Yeah. So, watching it, they're new away. They were playing at Brentford today. Mm-hmm. Which is also in London, right by Chelsea. It's well, they have like four or five teams in like London, a, right? Eight, man. Oh, they got eight. There's a lot of teams in London. Yeah, I couldn't believe how West much. West Ham. I can't believe how much my nephew Chelsea, knows West so much Ham, about Brent, that shit. Brentford, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Crystal Tottenham, Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah, that's his team. He likes the name Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of teams in London. Um, so, not all of them are Premier League. Right? right, there's a lot of teams though in London, and um, that's cool though. I mean, that's your sport, but dude. Their away jerseys this year are look just like Penn State. Yeah, like, they, they don't have the white shorts. White? So they're, they're no, they're blue. The yeah. way they wear the blue, oh, okay. they're really cool. And I'm like, huh, I'm not gonna get a player this year, but I'm gonna get that fucking jersey. Oh, see, they gotta go white on white, man. <laughs> that's what they they do at home. Well, they do. I think they do blue shorts, white at home. I don't know. I think they do white on white this year at home. I, I, I like the Penn State away. I like the white on white, man. Yeah, stand because nice. you know it's a hey, you know that's us. You turn, you flip around like it's Penn State. So anyway, they uh, tied two two today. That's Tottenham. All right. um, it was a good game. I watched the whole thing. That's cool. Just sucked. Uh, they fucking gave this team a penalty kick. And yeah. Did you watch? Any, have you watched any women's World Cups? I watched the kicks? penalty kicks. I, the that's Australia the, game. No, the Sweden game. The, the game they lost. Oh, the, the U.S. team, yeah. yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Well, exactly. So I was watching that, and then there's our girl with the fucking Easter egg hair, fucking haircut. Yeah. Well, I can't stand that chick. And she fucked up. And they all kind of lost. And, they, and whatever. she laughed, but I'm not like... Whatever. When she missed the kick, she laughed. Then the other girl had the chance to... And she's another there's one. There's a couple. There was three of them that hit the post. There, there was one the of them that and two kicked over the fucking thing. The girl from Sweden didn't make a single save. Yeah, we and then our goalie it. made one. The goalie, he brought the goalie, and she just kicked a fucking shit. She was like the dude from Isaac from fucking yeah. Ted Pool. Like, damn, you should let her kick him. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of cool. She kicked it straight, which I always have said is what you should do. Because they're diving left or right. Yeah, kick it right the fuck out of yeah. as hard as you can. But yeah, so what? And ironically, she's a goalie, and it's exactly what she did. She and then uh, Ertz, Ertz is a wife retired. Couple of them she now was retired. good, man. She played a great game. So you know what? Get, get rid of this 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 group and bring up some young girls. Bring so the here's the thing I can say about the team, though, and I did pay attention to this when they played the the Star Spangled Banner, our national anthem, prior to the game. Yeah. Nobody took a knee okay. because, first of all, Easter Egg Hair was still in the locker room because only the starters are out there. She's not a starter. Ha! Good. Um, but I'd say half the team had their hands over their heart and were singing. Yeah. There was others on the team, and I took note of the ones that, I'm not saying any names, Yeah, weren't singing, didn't have their hand over their heart. They weren't kneeling, but they were standing there. Okay. Yesterday, I'm watching Columbia versus England. The Colombian team shouts their national anthem. Nice. It's the funniest thing. Like every, And it's almost like, if you don't sing this with exuberance, we're, we're going to put the gun to your head. That's right. we got plenty of drug dealers who would love to shoot your mm-hmm. fucking ass. You know, I, I don't care that they don't sing because, you know, I think about myself. I don't know all the words, but I would stand at, res, you know, at attention respectfully, 
hand over my heart. But, you know, you would say, like, damn, he's fucking in it. I wouldn't be singing, but I'd be sitting there at a, standing at attention and respect. Right. You know, you don't disrespect it. You represent your country. That's my whole thing. You know, you, know, you want to get a message, do the message some other time, not during the National Anthem. Not We're the only team that doesn't sing the National Anthem and, and play. Like, all the other teams. I watched this whole World Cup, 32 yeah. teams. Every team was prideful of their country. Yeah. You know the Chinese had to be, right? Oh, they'll shoot those motherfuckers. They'll, they'll shoot them on the spot. Hey, uh, eh, eh, substitution. Oh, sorry. She's not playing today. She's out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but anyway, the, there was another game that went to penalty kicks. Australia versus France. Yeah. And they were two kind of equal teams. Australia and New Zealand are hosting the World mm. Cup, right? So it was a home game for Australia. Okay. And... Um, I'd say France was the better team, but it came to penalty kicks. Yeah, and ever like I'd say half the girls that came out to take the penalty kick for France, I go, that's a man. Ha! For the French? Yeah. Really? You yeah. would think there'd be some some honeys on that team, right? I you right? Damn. And I'm like, that looks like a dude. And Sue's like, that does look like a man. Next one comes up. She's like, that one looks like a man. Then the one celebrating on the bench, that looks like a dude too. Oh boy! Right? Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, I'm rooting for Australia. They look like women. <laughs> now here's 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 the Dave Smeagol question: Was there any good looking girls in the in the audience watching? Colombia. Colum- oh, what about those South American girls? I was gonna say Brazil always has some honeys in there. Yeah. You know Dave's got a, but he's got a list of what country's got the best girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, right? And then oh, there's yeah. some teams that got some cues. You yeah. know, like uh, Sweden's got a couple. Yeah. And you know. Well, um, Sweden's got the, all those blonde-haired girls. God now, the girl damn. who kicked the winning goal. So, anyway, this this the French-Australia goes back and forth, Jim. It was crazy. They right. must, so, who won? Australians. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. So yeah, the girls will beat the dudes. Yeah, Good. right. Exactly. So I was like very happy, right? And So uh, at what point, in what year does the fucking, you know, the guys get cut from the guys team end up on a girls team and then, you know, start running that fucking shit? Well, they're, he, it's the level of play, which, so it's pretty much all you want. The level of play, you could take a high school boy and turn him into a girl and he'll make the national team. In all seriousness. That's uh, just wrong. It but is yeah, wrong, but yeah, it's the way it is. It's uh, just when you get to that age, the male athlete at at a highest of level becomes so much more. So you could take a star high school boy player, yeah. not a star, a very good high school boy player, and he's going to be very good. And that's it. why they shouldn't fucking do that shit. I hate to say it. I'm not saying anything yeah, against yeah, women's no, sport. No, but, but that's why you should. Women. That's why you should do right. it. Have their own fucking league. Here, have the, the trans guys over there. The, the wishy-washy. Go ahead. Go have your own fucking And thing. I'm sure that other countries will have their wishy-washy. Fill the stands with fucking Antifa. Have all your yeah, fucking weird you go. colored flags exactly. out there. And all that go, shit. Whatever. I don't care. I don't, again, I will say, I don't have, look. If somebody's struggling with something in their body, whatever, and they want to go do that, go. Don't do it for sports and physical and reasons. And don't knock off somebody out of a position because you can't make the guys team. Right. You know, I'm a girl now. And that's a problem, man. You Like, I had a real problem with that Leah Thomas, that swimmer. From Penn? Yeah. Yeah. Got you know? cut from the dude's team next year, you know, who's a superstar. And, you know, and breaking records. And getting awarded by ESPN. Oh, of course. Well, they fucking didn't. They give uh, they they gave a uh, Bruce Jenner or whatever the fuck his name is, the man of the year, the girl of the year, whatever. And they did the fuck with this one too. Come and then, on. And then they uh, suspend Sage Steele because she comes out and she's very she's at. Well, the head. she was a, a a woman athlete. 
Sage Steel. So Sage Steel, very cool. Good um, looking, by the way, too. Yes. Agreed Smoke. with that. Her her father was a World War II vet. You know, oh, really? Yeah, oh. Army guy. World War Not II World vet? War II, I'm sorry. I'm Probably sorry. a vet, uh, Vietnam vet. Vietnam vet, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, we... Oh, Maybe right your off. grandfather was, but still. No, no, no. So he was a vet. So he was a vet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he married a white woman. Okay. Right. I'm totally fine. She's pretty. She's shit. gorgeous, right? But it's like what her father played for... Um, I think he played football for Army. For the the academy? Yes. Oh, okay. And so there was all these problems because it was way back in the day with a black guy dating a white girl. And he had... Probably. Her parents would never address him. Remember Kyle went up against this with Megan. Yeah. Right? And it was like... I know you don't like... <laughs> oh, I don't care. Whatever. No, but he, he did. did. He did. Have and I was in the... I, you know, I mean, Megan and I went to... Mm-hmm. elementary school together and her parents kept reaching out to my parents what's going on why is my daughter dating this black guy blah 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 I'm like Kyle's a great guy yeah. what can I say yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was that and, and but so the same kind of situation they would never acknowledge well that was also probably back in they disowned her it was before us yeah right? so Sage's went born in the se- early 70s yeah 70s yeah. so that's really the height of some mm-hmm. of this stuff right yeah and um her dad, so the mom wanted nothing, wouldn't, and her dad kept wrote would write letters to the family all the time. He was right, and she's like, you know, the, the wife was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Someday they're going to acknowledge and respect me." Yeah. So he kept doing it, kept doing it, and then eventually yeah. it came to respect her. But that's like when Sage Steele works for ESPN and. So she went through her own struggles. She's very conservative, which is very rare for ESPN, and she keeps politics out of things. But she is very much um, yeah, family she, oriented. And and some of the people I, I read those articles when that happened because she was one of my favorites. Obviously, she was good looking. Um, yeah. But there were some people who really kind of chastised her, which was yes. surprising. And there were some African American athletes who chastised her. Right. Which was, again, surprising. Why didn't you catch her back? Because she didn't go with the narrative. So all of a sudden, you're dead to me. It's just like Clarence Thomas, right? He's on the Supreme Court, black guy on the Supreme Court. He's dead to me because he doesn't, he's not an uncle, or they think he's an Uncle Tom. It's like that's a that's a slippery scope. You can't be a free thinker in this this country. That's a shame. And that's a shame. They're telling a black person, the white people are telling a black person how they should think. That's not okay. Well, Jamie. and then the black people also turn their back on her corner and Uncle Tom. That's yeah, not cool. That's She's, not cool either. You know, so it's either, hey, either be this way or that way. And if you're wishy-washy and she's both black and white, yes, she or is. you're an Uncle Tom. You know, so they they have their own issues. They do that all but the time. But she is it's a wrong. bright woman. She's independent. Very She's good. Smart, very smart. Yep. And uh, is she working anywhere else now? Well, she just got suspended from ESPN this week. Just, no, just suspended. Say, still, that's uh, that's been over a year, hasn't it? No, she's been on. She's been what active on ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah, I, she know, just got is... suspended because of the whole Riley Gaines thing, and she liked her. But I mean, I've been reading about this for the last year about her. And she and they and and, and they couldn't get rid of her. No, they, she held but, her. But own. they demoted her. They didn't yeah, have her. Did, she used to did. be on the main yep. show. And they put this other girl up, you know, who younger, right? And ESPN's all fucked up now. Now I'm glad to see some of the people who they kept are now leaving. Yeah, what's her name? Tarasi, whatever. Not Tarasi. Uh, one of the main girls for the NFL who covered the NFL just rolled. She's going somewhere else. 
Thanks for going to Fox. That's so, good. Good. So fuck that. Well, fuck ESPN. ESPN. If you're seeing anything right through this whole death of the Pac-12, um, it's like the money that's involved, and in, in, you know, it's all that, money. And and so ESPN is owned by Disney, right? Yes. <clears throat> so Disney, Disney, ABC, whatever you want to call it, ESPN. Um, they're overlaying. They're that. struggling for money right now. Now you have the actor strike, right? And everything, and it's like the these there's other <clears throat> streaming services that can leverage this writer strike and stuff and still be profitable and you're you're going to see a big shift now with this actor strike you're going to see because shows that don't already have stuff in the can come the fall season and you got the you know sweeps and stuff like that mm-hmm. people are going people have already left for streaming and so now the more that this is happening like did you know I didn't know this, but I, I wasn't aware. Maybe you do know. I'm asleep, but late night TV does not exist right now. No, I don't watch that shit. Well, none of them it. because of the racket, because of the writer strike. There has been no late night TV. Oh no, I haven't. The, the I've Fallons, watched, the I just was watching Kimmels. something. The dark side of the '90s. I mean, probably the last time I watched uh, late night TV, I was watching Arsenio. Arsenio, I, oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> the dog pound because he was from Cleveland. Yeah, I used to watch him because he'd have you know some cool guys on it. He had the rappers, he had the athletes on. He had you know, I didn't even I didn't watch Johnny because that was something like remember, my parents watched. This is a big deal when he was running for president in 1992. He had on uh, Clinton. Clinton. Clinton he played, played the saxophone. saxophone. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, that was a big deal. That was a huge deal because he was he, the first uh, he was running real. guy who was who was who did something like that. Right. And that helped him out. And then, yeah, I used to watch Arsenio. He would have, like, Ali on. I remember one time he had Ali, Sugar Ray, and Tyson all at the same time. Right. And that's where uh, In Living Color came up with three three champs and a baby. Right. And they were on at the same time on his show. And then he'd have, like, Magic Johnson on. He'd have Eddie Murphy on. He had Arsenio was a throwback. I don't think he would dig what's going on today. With no. And, again, and this is what happened to Arsenio. Everybody was behind him. Hey, the black community's behind him. Great, great, great. Then he had got to a certain amount of success. And then he turned his back and says, now you're an Uncle Tom. Well, why? Because he's now separating himself right. and having success. And that's like a double-edged sword they got to live with, which is bullshit. Like, hey, man, you're cheering for him, and now you turn his back because he had yeah. too much success. Right. I mean, Eddie Murphy just disappeared, right? One of the funniest goddamn people. I do so talented. Well, one of his he was big- the Michael Jordan of comedians when he came up. And yeah, he was. And one of his biggest writers was his brother, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie Murphy! And then, then there was the other guy who walked away from his Comedy Central. Um, it was Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. They gave him a huge contract. And, and he, now he's, you know, he does his own stand-up. And, and you're, now you're, you're coming to find out that it's like, okay, <clears throat> and this is crazy to sound. It doesn't matter if you're white or black because um, uh, Tucker Carlson, the same kind of thing just happened to Tucker yeah. Carlson that happened to Dave Chappelle, right? Is like you get to a point. And then they change the narrative on you and control you because they give you so much money, they tell you what you have to start doing. Right. Hey, Dave Chappelle's like, fuck no. this. Yeah. You know, I'm here to make funny shit. And he, God, he was fucking funny. And Tucker shit. Carlson was like, you know, because they, Fox ended up getting rid of Tucker Carlson when it, he started the whole thing about January 6th and behind the scenes and what was yeah. going on. So and they, like, they, they want to create you a big contract and then control you because, yes. of, hey, I just paid you this money. This is what Very similar in, in what happened to both those guys. Yeah. And they both said, well, one got fired, the other one walked away. Yeah. 
That, that sucks. That was a great show to Chappelle. I love that. Chappelle show was great. What was it? Three seasons? Or three, two seasons? three seasons. Yeah. yeah. I have I have them all on DVD. They were f- yeah, fucking hilarious. So great, man. Funny, Do you remember the funny. racial draft? Oh, yeah. That's such yeah. a great show. Woo, dun, woo, dun. Do you know who was a big comedian on that show? Uh, was Bill Burr. Burr. Bill Burr was yeah. on it, yeah. He's so great. And but a couple of these dudes are like his buddies in real life. That yeah, they're like, no hey, fuck this shit. And Dave know? Chappelle is like, a, I don't give a fuck guy. And then, of course, then they have Charlie Murphy. He would tell all these stories. He was a great writer. He wrote for his brother. Then he had all these stories with Rick James. You know, Rick James, bitch. And the Prince basketball game. The Prince basketball game. <laughs> Shirts versus blouses. Blouses win. <laughs> and, and that's the truth. Prince was oh, a, a, a hoopster, yeah. man. He was an all-state guy in high school. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He told <laughs> the truth. It was crazy. And there was a First bunch of all, he of didn't write that shit. He's just no. reading it. Yeah. That was fucked up, man. Like, you gotta be kidding. What kind of world do we live in now? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not a... I'm glad I'm not young with all these videos and pictures and... Jesus, I'd have been ridden out of town on the crazy shit I used to say. The pictures. I, I, oh! I burned it. I will not share that, Thank Jimmy. Thank you. Dude, so I didn't know that, Jimmy. I... We're sitting there talking about it live last week because they had the letters. I'd never looked at it until I got home. You didn't and I, look at it. You I ne- showed it to me. I didn't know the picture was in there. You I never went to that page three. Oh, yeah. I just saw the first page. I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. all I did was pull it out. I didn't go to that page three. Jimmy, I saw that picture. I was like, and Sue goes, you cannot never. do that. Burn that fucker. <laughs> Jimmy will be buried. Press my Oh, my. No, I didn't say crap. I said run DMC. <laughs> no, he had to run DMC t-shirt on. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, and then I had the chicken head. Guess who that is? <laughs> I had no Stop idea. Stop bringing her up here, would you? Yeah, right. <laughs> we want to have fun. Oh, uh, yeah. That was funny. I, I till this day, because you think about our communication, right? Hey, we didn't have email. We didn't it have phone. It was phones. her I contacting mean, me to go yeah, up yeah, to Penn State to yeah, see you. I'd bring her up there. I'd go have fun. You were with her the whole time. Oh, I know. And I, I remember so many times you'd walk around the corner like, no, and she'd come around the corner a second. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Or people saying, hey, uh, Tommy's your roommate. I thought Norma was your roommate. I'm like, no, he's up here all the time. I'm like, well, yeah. He's not up here enough, I was, actually. I was up there almost every yeah, weekend, dude. It was dude. funny. Yeah. It was great. It was great times. Every my time, favorite time was when we were bring, I brought Tom up there. Oh, oh my God. Where were Dougie robbed the hot dogs? <laughs> yeah. So Tom and I, we had just bought the, uh, I don't even remember what I had for a car then. I guess I had that. Did you have the Jeep or did you I have the, the white Jeep. car? I had the Jeep. Because I remember I just bought the cassettes for the live album of Bruce Springsteen. It never. Oh, okay. So it was like the cassettes. Huge, yeah, yeah. It was like a, a big deal that yeah. Springsteen had released this cassette. What was thing, that? Right? Born in um, Born in America? Born uh, in the USA. Born no, it was, it was, USA. you think about it, right? It was Springsteen Live 75 to 85, something like that it was, right? <clears throat> so it must have been like 85, 86. And he had just a, a great album that had just come out right about that. The Born, Born in the USA, USA album, yeah, right. And there was a lot of good songs. So I remember that. people having that poster. Yeah. So to, to get this live album it was cool because he had that version of Jersey Girl which was a cool song mm-hmm. I loved, you know. He had some great tunes. He did. He, he really did. did. So Tom and I listened to that the whole way up. Nice. Like, we were both two, nice. at that time, huge Springsteen fans. Yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. you know, listening to it the whole way up. We were like, oh, this is awesome. So anyway, we're like, of course, back then, you drank the whole way up too, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll never forget. Back then, I probably needed glasses to see. 
and I would drive without glasses. Mm-hmm. And it was like dark because we left after work. And this thing goes flying across. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Was that a tumbleweed? He goes, we don't have tumbleweeds out here. I go, was that a human? And we just like bombed like Target. What was so that, that weekend, man, was so much oh, fun. Oh, God, that weekend was funny. All those weekends, were, they were fun. They were there. great. But, yeah, sorry, I brought... Uh, Brought baggage. Uh, no, wait, no, I don't care. That was no oh, yeah, baggage, yeah. not my baggage. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. I was just doing, I thought and it was then all the girls in my dorm, and that was the first year for co-ed dorms, and I'm hitting on, like, probably all of them, like, just like John Patrick yesterday. I was hitting on every girl in the world. What about your girlfriend, Jimmy? And I'm like, no, we broke up. And then bang, here she is. I'm like, God damn it, I'm trying to pick your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, here she is again. I'm like, shit, damn it. Yeah. But, no, we, we had a lot of time. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did, man. Shit. Oh, and no. John Patch keeps talking. He goes, hey, if we don't do West Virginia, I want to do another game. Oh, so Sorry, they, they emailed you. me, right? So oh, okay. They, I wanted to tell you this. I got an email from uh, the other company, and they are all sold out for uh, West Virginia. So let's try to do like uh, UMass or uh, Delaware so we can get tickets, too. No, it's um, so listen to this deal. Okay. Here it is. White out for Iowa. Nittany RV turnkey tailgate. Listen to this. So this is really cool. 24-hour on-site sale. They gave me the whole thing, but mm-hmm. this is what's cool. And I got to send her a note, but um, it's either... These are the only two games they have left for wow. the year. Uh-oh. It's Indiana or UMass. Okay. $1,100 for two nights. That's half the price of the other place. Okay. Oh, from the other one. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, you know, the, the UMass game, October 13th, 14th, 15th. The most expensive one is a uh, is thirteen hundred dollars. This is like queen size beds, the whole nine yard shower. Every, yeah, and they set everything up for you. Dude, let's do it. I think we should do the UMass. And one. then so we I can get probably get we can probably get tickets. Yeah, so for UMass. Yeah, I'll let I'll let these guys know because he's you know John Patrick's never been up for a Penn State game as much as him and his father hate Penn State or his dad does. He wants to see a tailgate. Yeah. Then he wants to go into town and see. But I really want to go to West Virginia game. I know you. Yeah, that's care, a big but. no, no, I, no. I I want to go to West Virginia because that's our former one of our former rivals, and that would be a big deal. And that's a night game. And then the Indiana, the most expensive. Everything's thirty. Is that homecoming? Dollars. That might be homecoming. Uh, is that right? That's <clears> probably why. But look at this. <clears throat> it's got like master bedrooms. It's like nice. Additional kitchen, two bedroom, one king size. It's like bunks, everything. The most expensive is fourteen hundred dollars. It's like, and that's is that for the? They Indiana set the game? whole thing up for you. What do you mean? But they set everything up. What, what? You, they tell you where it's parked. Yeah, and they you, drive you. They give you a parking spot. No, you, yeah, and you drive your car there, and then they shuttle you back and forth to the, the game, like. Oh really? They, the they this how one far, includes. But how far is the RV from the stadium? It's got to be right it's, there. You can walk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. crazy. I mean, anywhere we always walk. Yeah, I'll anywhere. forward this to you. Uh, so let's ask, let's get, you know, John Patrick will go. They'll set let's, you up with an outdoor HD TV package. There we go. So let's, you know, yeah. Dougie will probably go to that. See if Chris and uh, Amy want to go. They can have the master bedroom. And then, you know, let's outdoor see amenities we're... include large awning, outdoor table, and chairs, tabletop okay. grill, and fuel canister, outdoor uh, I got that grill, by the way. Uh, they I just got to get one of those screw in, uh, you know, the. Uh, they said every. They literally set up the. Everything. The plumbing, everything for So we just got to bring food and beer. That's it. That's easy. That's easy, man. Yeah. That's nothing. They do clean bedding, everything. It's wow. like you have toaster, dishware, pots, pans, coffee pots, everything. Wow. That's nice. Full bathroom, a shower, toilet paper. That's everything. that's cool too. Well, we'll bring whatever, but yeah, that's good that they have that. And, you know, I like. I, I was telling somebody mm-hmm. yesterday. 
we did the RV one time where we drove it out to Notre Dame, and a trip out was fun. The trip home was a nightmare because it got emptied a shitter. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's you know, the it's, stuff. It's like fucking Which I still might want to do. I think we can shitter. get Merry one. Christmas. I, I know, but I think we'd get one of those rented for West Virginia still. Yeah, but I mean, I like this deal where it's oh all set. You yeah, just drive up, and it's it's half the price anyway. And then you leave. <laughs> then you leave. It, it's their their deal. Yeah. No, we're we're not going to. So I got to contact this lady because I, I like good. that. I, that I'm, lady I'm, was I'm much in. better than the one at the. Yeah. So this is Nittany RV. The other one's Go PSU And that's uh, October. What was that again? Seventeenth, uh, I think it was. Fifteenth, yeah. seventeenth. Uh, wrong email. I got two emails. Uh, where the fuck's that dog coming from? I don't know. That neighbor doesn't even have a dog. October 13th to 15th. 13th. Okay. So it's those nights, two nights, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Anyway, I'll I'll reach out to her. Okay. And I'm going to lock that in because okay. that's so cheap. I can't right. help yeah, do but that lock that one. in. Do that one. Yeah, for sure. The other one was there. You know, it was weird. The guy would only text me back and forth. This lady sent me like nice. a whole spreadsheet yeah, of shit. Nice. That's yeah. nice. Good. She was great. Um, so what else? I got a lot of shit here to talk about. There's been right. so much going on. So we talk about Women's World Cup. Um, so the Philadelphia Union mm-hmm. has made it to the semifinals of the League's Cup. Okay. Which is a, kind of a big deal, How right? The, the championship's coming up so quick. Didn't they just play a championship in... In October. Was it so last? that's the MSL Cup. M- MLS Cup. <clears throat> okay. They play in Major League Soccer at okay. MLS, right? All right. So the League's Cup is teams from different other leagues and stuff, but MLS is part of it. And they That was the weirdest fucking championship where they had an yeah. overtime, they scored first. I turned it off thinking, we won! Boom! Oh! Right. So union tickets are pretty easy to get, right? Yeah. yeah. Like 20 bucks, whatever. You can sit literally right behind the goal. They're great seats. Yeah. So now... They get to the semifinals, and they're playing the Miami team, who has Lionel Messi. Yeah, he's been killing it, huh? So they started price. I got an email yesterday. Starting price for the tickets went from their usual usual 20 bucks to $250. Sold out like that. $250? Yeah. And that sold out? Sold out in a heartbeat. Now they're going on resale for $700. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah, exactly. So, and that game's Tuesday night. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I watch it on TV. But uh, but that's how much Messi means. And it's just because they're well, playing Messi. Was, yeah, that, well, there you go. <clears throat> Didn't he score a goal in his first five games? He did. Or something like that? He's yeah. like fucking incredible. <clears throat> the one thing I, I, I found... I mean, he's literally the best player in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, so the one thing I found interesting, as somebody said, which is totally truthful, was he came over here in his prime, whereas Pele and another guy they mentioned kind of at the end of their career. You know, so you didn't see Pele. No, not Beckham. There was a dude from the 70s, some Italian dude. Okay. And he played on Pele's team. Now, Pele was, you know, beyond his prime, older. Pele was still for a New York team, didn't he? A New York team. So, and they, I think they were yellow, but there was Italian. I think he played for the Cosmos or something like that. But there was another older Italian guy who was very, very good, but he was at the end of his career. Okay. Whereas this guy. He's doing his, his prime. Yeah. So now you're seeing it. Like, hey, this is this is how you play. This is look at this guy. It's like uh Zava for fucking a tenor. and then he's making avocados now. So Yes, absolutely. No, I mean the I think the guy's name last year that ended up scoring the tying goal to Oh, the fucking uh, Gary, Red Bun. 
Gareth, Gareth yeah. Bale was yeah. his name, and he had been years in the Premier League. You know, he's yeah, a Danish yeah, yeah. soccer player. Big tall guy, right? Dark yeah, hair, with the man bun. Gareth Bale. So he played for that L.A. team as well. So I, I guess they were the L.A. football club, not the Galaxy. I don't, I don't know. I think. I thought they were the Galaxy. Maybe. Is that were. who we lost to? The I, Gal- thought I, think, I thought Galaxy. it was the Galaxy. It was that team. Because he's the one who fucking scored. He did, yeah. That fucker. And so it was cool. He looked that, like Zava. He did look like Zava. Gareth Bale. Zava. <laughs> Zava. You pea stinks. You're eating, you're eating too much fucking uh, asparagus. And then the Little League World Series. So it's not the finals yet, right? Uh, didn't even start yet. No. So, but so there's they, a PA team uh, that just beat a Connecticut team. Washington. Washington team in Connecticut, though they play the they play so, the Mid Atlantic Championship. So have they advanced to Williamsport yet? They did. Okay. On a walk off home run. So where where in PA are they from? Media. Oh, okay. And the Pennsylvania State. No, I'm sorry, not the Pennsylvania. The districts championship was at my little league, Lower Park. Oh, okay. And the media team beat the team from Radnor Wayne and um, to win District 27 to go on to play in District 8 or whatever for the Pennsylvania. No. Mm-hmm. They won District 27. Then they – Radnor Wayne won District 27 against our little league, Lower Park. Then they won Section 8, I should say. Was <laughs> Section played 8. At, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, right. How about yeah. that? Was played at Lower Park for to see who goes on the Pennsylvania tournament. Okay. Media won that, and then they went on to win the Pennsylvania championship. Then they went up to the Mid Atlantic Championship in Connecticut and just won that. Okay. Beat that team from nobody from. There's never been a team from Washington D.C. to make it to Williamsport. Oh no! Okay. In the history, wow. so this team was loaded from D.C. Oh really? They beat them though. They did. They beat them. The kid had. So what happened was. The kid from D.C. had like 16 strikeouts, but you're only allowed 85 pitches. He ran out, and then they went to the seventh inning, had to bring in another pitcher. Kid had a freaking walk-off two-run home. So they played seven. I thought they played eight. They played six six innings. innings. Oh, so seventh was the extra. Zero, zero. Okay. Yeah, because they weren't getting shit. It's media. Yeah, yeah. And the same kid who won the game against Washington. I mean, this kid, this little lefty, heavyset kid, you know, that age, right, 12, 13, where you're a little overweight, but you still yeah. got some athletic And they skills. always have one kid who's freaking like a foot taller than anybody yeah. else. Yeah, they got <clears> – but that was the D.C. team had like all these – so yeah. media play – this is the thing I don't like about Little League. Everything's a double elimination tournament until you get to the championship game in <clears throat> who goes to Williamsport, or when you get to Williamsport, the championship game is a one game. Yeah. So – the media team was undefeated. They had beaten Washington on Tuesday night, I think it was. On uh, they beat them sixteen to three, mm. and so they they rode it all the way out, made it to the championship game. Washington had to fight their way back, made it back to the championship game, and then it's like if they won, Washington would have went to Williamsport, and they both would have had one loss. And I don't like that. I think like they do in the districts and they do in the sectionals, you should have to beat the team twice. That's how they do in college baseball, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And But they don't do it in the regional championship. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. Because the team from Illinois, um, there was a team from Illinois and Ohio, and the team from Illinois had beaten the team from Ohio, and they came back and played them again in the championship, and the Ohio team won and went. And that was the only team that, uh, from Elmhurst, Elmhurst, Ohio, or Illinois, 
was the only game they had lost during the summer mm. in the championship for the Great Lakes region, or not Great Lakes, whatever that would be there. Great Lakes, I guess. Great Lakes, Midwest. Midwest, Great Lakes, yeah. Whatever, right? Yeah. So, Probably so, Great Lakes. And then in, uh, I saw Ryan Wagen said that the North Carolina, South Carolina, North California, South Carolina, California champion was El Segundo. El Segundo Little League won and it's going to Williamsport. How cool is that? Yeah. So how many... Stick and Stein. They're sponsored by the Stick and Stein. Are they really? No. Stick and Stein. They're freaking the old Raiders cheerleaders hanging out. Yeah, buddy. So how many American teams go and how many foreign teams go to Williamsport? So there's this cool thing and I'll tell anybody, any listener who's into the Little League World Series, uh, you're probably not as much as I am, but... um, Unpage.com, right, is the coolest thing. It has the history of every Little League game all the way 2000s, mm. every region. I even can go back and see, like, you know, Jeremy's team. He, he was from the West Virginia team that played um, down there in the southeast region back in the day, and I could I pulled up all the records for that. It's called unpage.org, mm-hmm. um, and they literally have every game. So here are the regions. I'll read them off to you that go to the um, Little League World Series. So the Australian region, Canadian region, Great Lakes region, Japanese region, Metro region is new. That's like New York, New Jersey. They, they created this new region a couple of years ago. Mid-Atlantic region, which is Pennsylvania, Delaware, DC, Maryland, and D.C. Uh, the Midwest region, the Mountain region, which is like Utah, Nevada. New England region, which is like Massachusetts and Rhode Island and Maine. Like the, the main team actually is representing. Yeah. Uh, Southeast region, Southwestern region, and West region. Okay. I don't think it's fair that we have now all these Northeastern regions when I think the better ball is played down in, in, the, in Florida and Texas and yes. California. Yeah. They just exactly. have higher population. Like a couple of years ago, I thought they did a Northern California, a Southern California, but I think that was only due to COVID. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's cool. But unpage.org has some really cool information, game by game, and nice. That field, by the way, where Mid Atlantic was played, um, is the uh, the field is called the Bartlett Giamatti Little League. Oh, and what Giamatti, so, former commissioner. And what is he famous for? A suspended Pete Rose. Yes. Yeah. And he Bart was only Giamatti. commissioner for uh, Bart Giamatti. Was only commissioner for how long? Couple Two of months, years? right? Was it that long? I think he was probably. It's got to be at least a year, year and a half. Who was before him? Peter Uberoth, who went left because he was going to run the Olympics, and then he died of a heart attack, probably from the stress of having to uh, suspend yeah. Pete Rose. Yeah. And all the investigation, and the guy who took over was uh, Faye Vincent because he was this right hand man who probably and, ran. And the right away, Faye upheld that shit. Oh, because he was the one running the investigation. He knew everything about it. And then the dude was Dodd, who was like a guy who investigated the mob. So they were all over Pete. They knew what the fucking what he was doing. Um, so the cool, cool little-known fact, um, did you know the actor Paul Giamatti is related to Bart Giamatti? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. The um, Maybe one day he will play him in a movie. How cool would that be? Yeah, it would be. He's a great actor. He's a very good actor. 
Yeah. I mean, he's so I don't know what the relation is. I'll, I'll tell you in a oh, second. I'll look that yeah. up. But, but I mean, I, I like, you know, before he became really big and famous, he was in a few movies. Like, he was in uh, My friend, Best Friend's Wedding or whatever. He was had a small role, but he was funny. He was in one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, God, don't tell me Sideways. Yeah. Oh, boy. You don't like Sideways? No. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. What the fucking drinking wine and bullshit fuck. He was so freaking funny in there. What he goes in no, there? No, the other guy was funny. The guy who was fucking on wings. He was funny. He was funny, too, Banging that chick, and oh then he left God. his wallet, yes. and had to go back and yeah. get it, and he's hitting up the fucking Japanese girl, and he's getting married. Now, yeah. that dude was funny. But, like, do you the other guy was depressing. The... He was like, oh, I'm going to drink this, and he's spitting it out, causing trouble. I don't drink fucking Merlot. He was oh, so great in that movie. God, I want to smack Giamatti. him. The other guy was funny. Well, I loved it when they were golfing, and he's so pissed off. He's like, fuck this. And he's like hitting the balls back at the guys behind them. <laughs> I thought I he's a hothead, man. He was great. I can't believe you didn't like Sideways, man. Mm. So, speaking of TV and streaming, did you see the Johnny Menzel? No, I have not seen that. Damn, it's on Netflix, dude. you got to watch it. All right. It's only an I hour. I just finished The Lincoln Lawyer. I haven't. Which I was you didn't finish it? Nope. I'm only on episode. Oh three. God, Jack didn't so no, freaking ruin it for you with his messages? Nope, 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 nope. Okay. You guys are not ruining it for me. I'm only on episode three of the so which would be episode so nine. Eight. Yeah. So you have eight, to watch eight. nine. Yeah. It's exactly. very good. Yeah, it's 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 just gotten really good. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm like it's and so I gotta He's finish good. that up. He's good, man. I so like Johnny it. Manziel. We gotta watch this. And that's on Netflix? Yeah, it's okay. an hour and 40 minutes. Is it actual documentary? It's one of those untold, like they did the Monte Teo okay. one. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and. Um, what a piece of shit he was, right? John he's man. just such a piece of shit. And it's like, you watch this thing, even today, he's still a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a spoiled little brat who was good enough to be in college, but he didn't work at his craft, so he wasn't good enough to be in a pros. The coolest thing that come out of this whole thing is, you know. You say spoiled little brat. Why do you say spoiled little brat? Because his dad was rich and would give him any fucking thing. His dad was like a real estate millionaire or something like that, right? It's all a fucking lie. Oh, his dad's not a millionaire? It was the money was him selling the autographs. Oh, well, I thought his money came from his... Didn't he start off... They said they made up that his buddy makes up the whole story because he was raking in the cash. Oh. Because he was selling autographs and shit. He was so pissed... That Texas A&M made all the money off his freshman year. Like, his jerseys were selling out. They were making all this money on it, and he right. was getting shit. And he wasn't making anything. So he was like, they went down there. They, were, they had some kind of, ironically, it was Alex Rodriguez. You'll see this in this special. But tells him, he's at this, like, autograph show. And he's like, comes down there, and they get, like, they bring some guys up to the thing, and he signs, like, a bunch of shit, makes three grand like that up in his hotel room. He's like... Okay, we can make some money here, him and his buddy. So his buddy keeps setting all the shit up, and they just formed all these lies. And I am. Do you remember why he only got suspended for that one half of a football game? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it was like, because he lied his way through all of it. And you'll see it in the documentary. It's okay. amazing. But his, the lie was, my grandfather was an oil tycoon, and my dad had all this money. Yeah. So that was their lie, oh. is why he had all the money. It was really he was making the money. He was oh okay. I thought it was because his dad was a real estate tycoon mm-hmm. and he came from money. Is what I thought. Nope. Ah, and th- plus he had he went to another school and went to a frat and got into trouble. He was just constantly getting into trouble yeah. for stupid shit. From before the first football game as a freshman, 
he had already gotten in trouble. Because it was like a... And the thing was, when he was in high school, he went to a military school that was perfect for him. So he couldn't be that clown yeah. until he got to Texas A&M. And all of a sudden, it was like... And Texas A&M, by the way, kind of a military school. It was. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, once he wins that Alabama game his freshman year... Yeah. He's like, my life changed, you know? It was like, first of all, his first game, it was like, man, his freshman, we're going to start him. And uh, was uh, he Kevin true? Summerlin. Summerlin was the uh, coach. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to go with this freshman. Was he a true freshman or a true, true freshman? freshman? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Which I thought was kind of odd. He was a true freshman, but he was uh, 20 years old. So I was always like... Oh, but you know those southern schools. Exactly. They flunk people. They fucking redshirt you. They flunk you and, you know... <laughs> they redshirt around, you. Around here, if you get flunked, you know, you're you're not... Yeah. You're like... It's a, it's a great... I'm going to have to watch that one then. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, and I'm telling you, he's still an ass. Oh, I believe that. He was like, an ass. I, but then he's always doing a fucking money thing. And you see why he's doing that. Yeah, okay. They tell you all the, the oh, okay. stuff behind oh, that. Okay. And then it, it it's kind of cool, like... Um, you know, then he gets drafted. Then by he goes Cleveland. by Cleveland, which is a blue collar town that doesn't want to put up with that bullshit. And the thing was, when he got drafted by Cleveland um, in the first round, which was a shock, and they didn't want him. And uh, ironically, um, Merle Hodge, right? I got the video, and Merle Hodge was like, "No, this guy, this any GM that drafts him before the fourth round should be fired, and will lose their job." That's what Merle Hodge said. Wow. He was like. Adamant, and then and then Jerry Jones wanted him for whatever he reason. did, and they they picked the the guard Martin, right? Who's been a Pro Bowler. So why the fuck did Cleveland pick him? So they got caught up in the hype. So his agent, there was a you Ain't Cleveland blows. You got to see like all the shit that comes out. It was like remember that Laramie Tunsil right before the draft, where somebody leaks that video of him with the oh getting long hot mask and, and he was a good ball player, yeah, great ball player, yeah. And um, it was like all of a sudden his stock went down. Same thing happened with Warren Sapp. Sapp his stock yeah, went yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Well, Manziel, it's you'll see in the documentary. Okay. I'm not going to ruin anything all else. Right, I got to watch out one, yeah. Like the drugs and stuff and everything yeah, that's involved. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. oh, it, what's it called, Johnny Johnny Manziel? Yeah, Johnny? something something Johnny. All right, Manziel. I'll look it up. But I'll yeah, man, <laughs> I thought you would oh, watch wow. that by oh, now. Oh no, I'll watch that one now. Yeah, yeah he's a. Piece of shit, huh? He and he's still a piece of shit, Jimmy. Well, you know, he can't change it. You know, whatever. Fucking ass. He's a piece of shit. Like now the one thing that Johnny Manziel said coming out of this, and I one hundred percent agree with him on this, is Reggie Bush should still have his Heisman. Oh, well, you know, you look at uh who was they, they were thinking about taking Cam what's his name's away. Like, I'm not giving mine back. Yeah, Reggie Cam Bush Newton. should have his Heisman. Fuck them. They don't talk, you know, they, you gave your parents something. They didn't give him all that stuff. Fuck that. Right. Keep it. Fuck it. Right. And, you know. and everybody who has talked about that says the same thing. Like, you know, even Snoop Dogg's like, man, if they were looking for it and I was it, they wouldn't be able to find it. I'd have buried it somewhere. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. Fuck that. He won the fucking Heisman. Who has the Heisman now? I don't know. Nobody. It's vacated. But, I mean, he was fucking unbelievable. What right. a talent that motherfucker was. Oh, my God. Then he goes to the pros and has a nice career. He did have a nice career. He was a. I mean, the dude was unbelievable. Oh, in college, he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. Yeah. So. And he was part of the infamous, and I loved the name of it, the Bush Push. The Bush Push, which is kind of cool when you Bush watch the Notre uh, Dame. Exactly. Um, 
when you watch that, what is it, the 30 for 30, whatever they call it, with the USC mm-hmm. Trojan? The Trojan War. Trojan War. That's a good, but Keyshawn did that one, yeah. Yeah, and they, um, you know, and the, the coach that's now in Seattle. And oh, Pete, Pete uh, Carroll. Pete Carroll. <clears throat> dirty piece he of is, shit. but the, <clears throat> you know, they were pissed when they hired Pete Carroll. They didn't want him at they first because he was unsuccessful in college and the pros. Yeah. But he turned it around. He, he figured that shit out man. quickly. Yes, and he did. Whatever the money was involved, I don't know. Well, it's an <laughs> NIL, you know. He uh, he got that shit done there. and um, Yeah, they brought in the talent. They were fun. The cool thing about that is how they even had the Texas and, and they had, uh, what's his name, Mac, um, the coach of Texas at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mac, Mac Brown. Mac Brown, yeah. yeah. And then they, they had kinda, uh, uh, Vince Young on there. And, and it, they, they were kind of running like a similar, like, okay, this is what USC is doing, and this is what Texas is thinking about, like, hey, we can beat these dudes. And they were, like, so happy. They were rooting for Notre Dame because they wanted them. Yeah. They which is cool. Yeah. No, they were They were right rooting for USC to beat them because they wanted them undefeated. Exactly. We they were, that's what I mean. They wanted we, USC. We, we want them undefeated. We want to play Dame them. Game. And the thing is, I was 2005. Penn State was one play away from being undefeated, too. They lost on the last play to Michigan that year, okay. and they were ended up number three. That, that was year. the uh, receiver ended up going to the pros. Um, I remember it was a slant pattern. Oh, uh, Wennington for uh, for uh, Michigan. Michigan, yeah, yeah. Catches that Mario slant pass. Mario Manningham. 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 Catches the slant pass on the last play. And the thing is, right before that, and he should he still could have gotten tackled before the goal line. And the thing is, right the play before that, the clock had run out, but. Lloyd Carr was at Michigan, argued for three more seconds. Yeah. I'm sure Andrew. I saw a video this morning of uh, Penn State playing Rutgers in 2002, I want to say it was. And uh, McQuery was the quarterback. And Penn State's up, I don't know, there's like 30 seconds left in the game. McQuery runs a play-action pass, throws a freaking – 50-yard touchdown to somebody, number 11, who I didn't, I didn't even know the name, catches the touchdown. The announcer's like, whoa, running up there. And you see Rutgers coach just pointing over, Graber or something like that his name yeah, was, yeah. pointing over at Paterno, and Paterno's like, looks uncomfortable on the sidelines. Talk is that McQuarrie had money on the game and bet the game. And at Penn State. Oh, McQuarrie, up, no. The, the red-headed guy? Yeah. No, I remember that game. That game was uh, 97 or 96. And he was a starter. And then the, the Rutgers coach, when they went to shake hands, started getting on yes. Joe. He started pointing. Was it 2002? No, it okay. was like 96, 97. And okay. then Joe's like sitting there like, hey, man, you know, it, it, he was like the, and he was not the starter. Right. Query. So it might have been 96. And it was like all third stringers. And then the guy's like getting in Joe's face and Joe chased after him like saying, yo, man, he's my third stringer. You know, what the hell you want me to do? It's not like I got the first team in there. But yeah, I, I remember that. Inner, uh, you know, it's like whoa. And yeah. the guy, and the guy went off, and then Joe's like, "Hey, man, it's my third stringer. What do you, what do you want me to do? Right. Tell him to lay down." But the word was he had money on the game. Oh, and he's the redheaded guy who condemned Joe later on. Yep. And so, so yeah, he graduated '97. So that was not too. Should have never made him a grand assistant. Yeah, well, so you know, Joe's too. Uh, yeah, he could be fucking kids, and, and Joe would have, so have a statue. Of him. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's the one who condemned Joe. Yeah, that no, was I guy, know. Yeah. I, I, that fucking guy. I still have look. I still say till this day that um, I don't have a problem with 
with Paterno. I don't think it's Paterno Penn State did, any, did back him up. Man. Yeah, and the NCAA and their oh, their fuck fucking, that Mark Cameron. That guy, you know, they'll they'll lay down for anybody who stands up. So you know, we'll self police ourselves. Okay, not a problem. Yeah. And then meanwhile, there's all sorts of mayhem going on in Southern schools, and they don't do a thing. To no, them. I mean. They came after Joe just because of his politics, and they just wanted to run. Oh, Joe, because he he was squeaky clean, and then all of a sudden, hey, there's nothing squeaky clean, and he didn't know. What the but he got his wins back, and that's all that matters. Yeah, it's more that matters. See, they they get he needs to get his reputation back. He'll never get that reputation no. back. There's there, there's over half this country that just anytime oh, there's a Penn State thing, you'll see it. You just you just click on it, and somebody's making a shot at. Oh, you mean oh, Sam? You mean? And then ESPN was a, a leader of that. Oh, they would always straight. jump right in, and now yeah. look at them. They're fucking going on there. Yep. So anyway. Anyway. So what do we ride now to? What tune? Uh, let's ride out to a little uh, Limp Biscuit. Haven't played them in a while. Just one of those days. Well, all right then. One of those days, man. 165. So episode 165, riding shotgun with Norman Jim. We're uh, what are we calling this one? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Dog days of August. Dog days of summer. Back to PSU. Back to Penn State. Back to Penn State. Was a look. Back to Penn State. There you go, man. We're gonna get our. Uh, You're gonna get your studio back in your basement. Studio back, yes. Oh, in another that's week, okay. Man. Okay. Wait, I like this one by Limp Bizkit better. Uh-oh. Remember this one? I liked Limp Bizkit back in the day, man. This okay. was some fun-ass times, man. The 90s. Did it all for the nookie. <laughs> Did it all for the nookie? Yeah. Remember this song? Beat sounds Oh, my God. Limp Bizkit was so much fun. Working at the barn back then when the you know, oh, had, you the had all the tunes, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a good one. So anyway, thanks for riding shotgun with Norman. Jim will yeah. ride out with some Limp Biscuit. There we go. And we'll see you uh, next, next week. week. One of these weeks we're gonna get back down to the Union Jacks, right? We'll do that one time, yeah. I mean, we gotta hook up with uh, Dennis and uh, That's Jack. That's gonna be in September, but okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, we were at uh, PJ's last week, had fun, and uh, yeah. And then your uh, your nephew's friend, though, you said Jim. Oh, Jimmy, who was a quarterback at North Penn, he wants to be on. Yeah. He is. He's very raw. He'll say whatever's on his mind. Good. <laughs> Just like me. Oh uh, no, he's even more. Uh, you're a little measured. He's not. <laughs> no, he just said you're a little measured. He's, That's the he's not greatest compliment you ever gave me. You're a little measured. No, no, you kind of be careful. Like, I just said the N-word on this uh, thing. But, yeah. but that's okay. I'll, I'll be forgiven. I know. Yeah. The nookie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for having me. I'm going to Norman. We'll see you.